It's the Real Estate Podcast, brought to you by ANZ Home Loans for financial well-beings. And welcome back to another episode of the Real Estate Breakfast, available of course every morning on iHeartRadio, Spotify and Apple and wherever you get your good podcasts from. Tell you what, the short working week is working wonders, a Wednesday morning for some of us, October the 4th, and of course spring has arrived. I guess the question is about spring is what is it actually doing to the supply at the moment? And we're going to be drilling down this morning, having a look at Melbourne, because it is marking prime time in the real estate calendar for both sellers and buyers. But is there an influx of new properties entering the market? Is there this whole bustling crowd of local and international buyers going on? And that all-important question is, are we poised for an exciting season? And today we're going to be talking about some of the key steps you require to fully prep your home for a successful campaign campaign and we're also going to just underscore the significance of how important prepping your property is for a very successful sale. And today we are in two racks, so we're heading off to Melbourne and to get a sense of what is happening in the premium property market, we have Antoinette Nido from RT Edgar joining us. And good morning, Antoinette. Welcome back to the Real Estate Breakfast. Thank you for having me. And how is it feeling like, uh, you know, we're in October now. We've had a, it's hard to believe, we've had a full month of spring. So how is that spring feeling in your neighbourhood of Turak? Look, from where I'm sitting, the market certainly has got a spring in the step. Having got over the grand final and go the pies, what a game. The market has got quite good momentum. But I'd like to talk today about, irrespective of that, how important it is to prepare your property for going to market and how to get the best price. Yeah, okay. Well, look, we'll come back to you in just a moment uh, there, Antoinette, and we will have a look at prepping the property and all-important three Ps. So we'll come back to Antoinette in just a moment. While we can't predict the future of the real estate market, we can provide insights on what's currently trending. With over 450 episodes designed for the astute property buyer, it's powerful information at your fingertips. Well, yesterday, of course, was the big day for the Reserve Bank and its new governor, maintaining the cash rate at 4.1% for four consecutive months. But it hasn't ruled out future hikes to stabilise inflation. Yesterday's decision aligns with market expectations despite this slight uptick in August inflation rate to 5.2% which we highlighted yesterday. No doubt though that many mortgage holders that are absolutely struggling right at the moment with their mortgage felt a lot of love for the new RBA Governor Michelle Bullock but that might not last. As she said yesterday some further tightening of monetary policy may be required to ensure that inflation returns to target in a reasonable 
reasonable time frame and went on to say that that will continue to depend upon the data and the evolving assessment of risks. And she said that the RBA's expectation that inflation returned to its target range of 2 to 3% in late 2025, but noted higher fuel prices and rents could be challenging. Yeah, it's so challenging at the moment, the fuel price around the world. If that starts to drop in the next two to three months, it's kind of opening up a different window of opportunities. Let's have a look at those birthday calls if you are celebrating your birthday and got to say hello to Dion in Brisbane. Thanks for your email turning 73 today. Nice to have you as a listener and also somebody else celebrating in their 70s, Susan Saradin. She is turning 76 today. It's the main centre forecast. And let's check on your weather. And first we go to Sydney. A little bit cloudy and the possibility of a chance of some rain. 27 is your forecast high. Tell you what, it's going to be a little cooler in Melbourne. Just 14 on the Mercury. Also cloudy with a probable shower or two. Brisbane, cloudy with a possible shower. Your temperature, 27. And look at that, the place to be is Perth. Glorious sunshine today and your high, 23 degrees. Don't navigate the real estate market alone. Let us help guide you in the world of real estate every day. Make better informed decisions with the latest news and insights. And would you believe for our Wednesday morning, I think just 82 days until Christmas, just in case you've had that thought in the back of your mind about selling your property. And you might have heard about the three P's, that's P for Peter. And the pros will say the three critical P's when it comes to selling your property. Antoinette from RT Edgar is back with us this morning. So first off, Antoinette, what are the three Ps and what are the key things involved in prepping a property for sale from your point of view? So the three Ps are property preparation, property presentation and pricing your property. So by property preparation, We look for things that make the home feel loved. So often it can be the small things which make a lot of difference. You know, attend to all minor maintenance items, chip tiles, flaking paint, mould on grouting, something small like replacing the carpet. In some instances, we would recommend, you know, a coat of paint. It's all about making the property look well-maintained, loved and fresh. Just making it look like someone could say, I can see myself in that home. Oh yeah, that is the absolute goal without a doubt. Getting the property to a state where somebody is going to say those magic words, 
I can see myself living here. And some of your points are not big issues to correct, but people can be quite lazy when it comes to what you're saying. And as a result, there is a a different vibe of feeling when somebody is asking that question, can I live here? In some cases, it can amount to hundreds of thousands of dollars less that you are getting for a property. So it is well worth doing. Okay, so we have done the property preparation, the next step is, of course, presenting it. So perhaps explain that. So by presenting it, it often does involve styling, but not always. For example, I tend to sell a lot of homes which are bought for land value. But even in that instance, it's always important to present the property at its absolute best. With the presentation, normally we recommend styling. It's an investment really that in most circumstances is an essential, particularly when you're talking about luxury top-end homes. It's an investment that you really cannot afford to skimp on relative to the sales price of your property. All right, and uh, another really important factor is the property price. You know, some people think that they can just get the agent on the phone, say, yes, come on around, and then set the property price with the agent. But it's far more complex than that. So how is the property price set and decided upon before the property is submitted for sale? And then, of course, by way of the sale, the buyers then get to actually have a look at it. So perhaps you can talk about that, Antoinette. If we've prepared the property and we've presented it and it's all looking beautiful, pricing it correctly is no doubt one of the most critical things to get right. As you said, it can be complicated and it's a bit of an art. So it's two things involved. Having a look at what similar properties have sold for in the area is one key way, but there are no two properties are identical. So we look at things like land size, bedroom, accommodation, style of the property, and we would have a look in an ideal world at the three most comparable sales. So two properties can have four bedrooms, four bathrooms and a basement and be in a nice location in a beautiful Turak Boulevard, for example, but one might just have the wow factor. By law, we can only go on what the sales evidence is, but there can be a number of elements that really can have a very positive upward effect on a price and things like the feel of a property, natural light, the orientation, very, very important. How important, because it is important, recent comparable sales, very, very important in determining a quote range. But then some people will say, well, is it that important? So what's your take on that? It is important because it acts as a guide to both the buyer and the vendor. If we have an example, if we're of a contemporary five-bedroom home in Turak with a basement, where you would have a look at similar sales of a contemporary five-bedroom home with a basement, what they've sold for. It's the skill and the experience of the agent in collaboration with the vendor that you have a look, you drill down and say things like, well, one, for example, might be in Albany Road, one might be in Kuyong Road. 
Well, they are two very different addresses, and that has a, a you know significant impact on price. The comparables are a great guide. There is an element of judgment involved. And just uh, finally, how important is it to get your your price for your home correct? Most people would say extremely important. I think it's one of the most critical things, Craig, no question. You don't want it to be too high because you can damage the property and shoot the listing in the foot. If you quote it too low, there can be a risk of underselling a property. So you want to get it just right. It should be based on comparable sales but positioned in a range which is attractive for buyers to engage with the property. All right. Well, you have yourself a wonderful Wednesday, Antoinette. That has offered up uh, some ideas for people if they are thinking in the springtime of selling their property. Thanks for coming back onto the Real Estate Podcast this morning. Enjoy your day. Thanks, Craig. You have a good day. We talk to some of the most influential figures in the real estate industry, from leading commentators to investors to real estate principals, only on The Real Estate Podcast. So I think she's going to be content to sit back at her first meeting and there'll be a very weak case to do anything. The key, though, will be the November meeting, the Melbourne Cup Day meeting, one of the most popular days for rate moves in Australia. But I suspect that if the inflation number is higher than what is consistent with their forecast, then she may take out some insurance and hike rates in November. I think recent inflationary data has probably got a lot of economists and a lot of people thinking about whether there will be another rate rise. But I think the general sentiment is that it'd be surprising to make a move before the quarterly inflation numbers are out, which are due in mid-October. We connect you to the best real estate information across Australia. The Real Estate Podcast. 